You are listening to a recording from the 2021 Pumanar Scholars Virtual Residency Fair. We would like to take a moment to thank the residency programs who have taken the time to present at our fair this year. This year's Pumanar Scholars Virtual Residency Fair is supported by Pumanar Recap, the best resource for your physiatry clinical preparation, audition rotations, board preparation, and beyond. Pumanar Recap offers 35 hours of review videos, hundreds of review questions, and even oral board cases. Head to pmnrrecap.com to learn more. Uh, my name is Holly Pager. I'm the um, residency program director for the uh, University of Cincinnati Physical Medicine and Rehab Program. And um, I have um, Ashley Bolger on um, with me as well. She is the program director for the triple board program, which includes pediatrics, PMNR, and peds PMNR. Um, I'm going to actually have her go first because I think she has to get off soon. So I'll um, go ahead and let Ashley talk. Thanks, Holly. Hi, everybody. My name is Ashley Bolger, um, and I appreciate you know you guys doing this again this year. This was a, such a cool opportunity. Yes, last year, um, but. Basically, just want to give you a little bit of background and Holly will go through a lot of the logistics for the University of Cincinnati program and, and almost all of those mimic this one with the exception of we do a pediatrics residency um, for the triple board program and so um, for those of you who might know that you, you, know, you guys are 100% committed to doing pediatric rehab, this is a unique training way to get there. Um, so we're one of three programs in the country. Um, it's a five-year program where your first year is a pediatrics intern year, just like any other pediatrics intern in the country. And then for the remainder of your four years, you basically are flipping back and forth every four to five months um, doing equal amounts of pediatrics as well as rehab rotations. Um, and so, you know, over the course of those total five years, you're basically doing enough rotations that at the end of all of this, you're eligible to sit for pediatrics boards, you're eligible to sit for PM&R boards, and you're also eligible to sit for the PRM or the pediatric rehabilitation medicine exam as well. Um, getting a lot of variable experiences throughout both sides. So, you know, going through the different ICU rotations um, in pediatrics, um, both inpatient and outpatient rotations as well as various subspecialties and then all of your core PM&R rotations you were doing as well. So lots of musculoskeletal, EMG, prosthetics, all that good stuff. But what makes us really unique is that over the course of those five years, you're getting a total of 12 months of pediatric rehab rotations. Um, so those are a combination of inpatient and outpatient months and they are scattered um, between your PGY2 and throughout PGY five year with certainly the bulk of them being more, you know, in your PGY four and five years. So basically backloading them. Um, but by the end you're, you're getting a total of 12 months. So, um, so yeah, so definitely a unique program. And, um, like Holly said, I may have to jump off in a little bit. So certainly if anybody has questions about this, I believe my contact information's at the end and I'm certainly happy to answer questions if I'm able to stay on. So I'll turn it back to Holly. Thank you. All right, so University of Cincinnati College of Medicine, just some fun facts. It was established in 1819, so that makes it actually the eighth oldest um, in the country. We have the UC, UC College of Medicine has 56 accredited residency and fellowship programs and 690 residents and fellows total. Um, UC Health is Cincinnati's um, only academic medical center and it's comprised of uh, the main hospital, UC 
CMC, Westchester Hospital, and then the Daniel Drake Center for Post-Acute Care, which is where all of our inpatient rehab rotations are located. We have some outpatient um, rotations at the Drake Center as well. Uh, UCMC is the region's only level one trauma center, and we see more than 1 million patient encounters annually. Um, so some facts about our program specifically. It was established in 1988. It is a categorical program, so the first year is spent um, with the internal medicine, but at University of Cincinnati. We take three residents per year for the adult PM&R uh, program, and then one per year for that triple board program that Dr. Bolger is the program director for. Um, we have some clinical sites that include the main hospital, which is where we do consults primarily, um, the Drake Center, which is where we do, as I said, the inpatient rehab rotations, and also some of our outpatient rotations. Um, UCGNI, which is the Gardner Neuroscience Institute, um, where some of our outpatient rotations are located, including um, our continuity clinic. And then UC Florence and Holmes um, are some satellite sites where we have outpatient rotations. And then the Children's Hospital, CCHMC, um, is where we have our pedi pediatric rotations. And then we also rotate at the VA um, uh, for outpatient rotations as well. Um, we do home call. Home call is uh, week long from Friday to Friday. Um, I mentioned the Gardner Neuroscience Institute. This was opened um, recently in April of 2019. It's a 114 square foot building, uh, 125 physicians across 15 spe specialties within sort of neurology and PM&R is one of them. Uh, we have 67 active and future clinical trials for neurologic conditions. Um, that's just a picture of the building. So some highlights of our program that you might not easily find online. So we do have protect, protected didactic time. Um, this is on Thursday mornings, um, usually starts around seven or eight and ends around 11 or 12. Um, there is a continuity clinic for our, um, for all of our residents. Our PGY2s um, pick a clinic of interest and kind of stay in that clinic throughout their PGY2 year, but our PGY3s and 4s are in their own continuity clinic with their own patients and doing their own billing. Um, we do have sports coverage. We have um, one of our faculty members um, is a, a sports medicine physician, and he um, uh, is a physician for um, so, uh, hockey uh, hockey team and um, also involved in um, training room and game coverage and high school sports. Um, we have a shared Google Drive um, with all of our resources for all of our residents that's sort of been accumulating over the years. So it's um, full of multiple resources. We do have a wellness curriculum as well. So um, uh, every quarter we have some sort of um, wellness um, component of our didactic curriculum. And then twice a year, we try and do something um, where we kind of step away from clinical duties and do something um, different. And then once per year, we have a wellness retreat or an, a resident retreat. So that's a full day offsite um, retreat where our residents spend sort of half the day on like professional development and then the other second half of the day on um, like program improvement projects. Um, our program is fairly customizable. It is, it is a smaller program, so it's easy to sort of move pieces around um, and customize it a little bit um, um, to help residents kind of grow. 
Um, as far as clinical rotation, so for the um, PGY1s, uh, there's six months of internal medicine and then a smattering of other rotations that are sort of fitting for PM&R. So neurology, the neuro ICU, rheumatology, ortho, urology, radiology. And we do have one month for our interns of PM&R consults. So they get exposed to that early on. Um, for our PGY2, 3, and 4, you can see the... Um, rotations listed here. Uh, I won't list all of them out, but you can see that um, our inpatient rehab rotations are heaviest as a PGY2 and then decrease in amount of time that you're spending on inpatient um, rehab as a three and a four, um, while increasing some of your outpatient rotations, including EMGs and elective months. Um, we do rotate at the Children's Hospital. Our residents do one inpatient pediatric rotation there, one month of inpatient peds and one month of outpatient peds. Um, this is a really great experience for anyone interested in pediatrics who doesn't end up doing something like the triple board program. Um, it is a, um, one of the top ranked children's hospitals in the um, country, and it's the largest pediatric rehab division in the country. So a lot of um, exposure to a lot of interesting cases. Um, as far as uh, what we do at the VM, the VA, um, we have some EMG and then some outpatient clinics, including spinal cord injury, traumatic brain injury, and prosthetics and orthotics. Um, regarding our didactics, so we do have um, an intro to PM&R lecture series. Um, we have conferences that occur monthly with both EMG and MSK. We have journal clubs. Um, biannually, we have an ultrasound course um, where um, we have, we've invited actually, you know, um, other um, hospital systems within the um, tri-state area to come and join, but um, one of them is um, upper extremity and the other one is like, I think a wrist and then the other one is, I wanna say the knee. And then also a part of our didactics, we have the gross anatomy series. Um, and then we have, when our residents are on their pediatric rehab rotations, there are pediatric rehab lectures. And then there's also a regional pediatric rehab symposium that happens every other year. Um, research opportunities. Um, so our residents are highly encouraged to participate in research. If they do have a case report or some sort of research accepted at a national conference, then they are given um, travel funds to go to to the conference. Uh, we have an annual resident research day that happens at the end of the year every year for all residents to present any ongoing research projects that they have been working on. And then it's, it's not really new anymore, but we have a motor recovery lab that one of our faculty members um, uh, conducts his research in. He's a neurologist who did a PM&R fellowship and does very interesting research in motor recovery for stroke patients. Um, so as far as teaching opportunities go, we do like to encourage um, our residents to grow as teachers as well. And so we have a, um, for our, for the medical students, there's a medical student ultrasound curriculum um, that um, the PM&R residents and faculty teach wrist ultrasound to the medical students. Um, there's also a medical student MSK clinical skills lab. So as part of their clinical skills labs, um, the musculoskeletal component, which includes the knee, the spine, and the shoulder, um, our residents and faculty teach that part of the clinical skills lab. Um, the ultrasound symposium that I uh, mentioned earlier happens um, 
two half days per year. Um, and then our third and fourth year medical students are, are on inpatient and consult rotations um, throughout the year. And so our residents are teaching um, on those rotations as well. Our residents are also required to give a grand round. So as a PGY-3 and a PGY-4, um, they give a grand rounds presentation to the entire division. As far as where our residents go after graduation, it's sort of mixed. As you can see here, this is the past five years. So it's mixed between going on to fellowship and going into practice and going academics or private practice. It's sort of a mix um, uh, of where they've, they've gone. And then, um, you know, we like to give back to the community as well. And so um, one of our big events is the Spinal Cord Expo, which we've actually renamed as the Ability Expo. So it's not just for our spinal cord patients, but includes our amputee patients and stroke patients and other um, patients as well. But this event is held annually. It's actually coming up um, in a few weeks, I believe. Uh, but basically it's a large expo for any patient with um, a spinal cord injury to come and meet with vendors about different equipment. Um, and there's usually a, um, a speaker um, that comes and then we often play wheelchair basketball as well, which is always fun. And then we try and have fun too. So we also try and get together um, when it's not COVID. To do fun things, this picture on the top left is, is we um, we get together and play sand volleyball. We're actually doing this fairly soon as well. Um, and then the bottom right, our program coordinator has a lake house, and she invites all of the residents to every year. And th these are our residents, and I think that's all I have. Any questions? There's anything in the chat? see. So we got Just a couple questions here for you. Uh, the first one check. seems like uh, what's your favorite part about Cincinnati? And the second question is how much exposure can residents have with the pediatric chronic pain clinic? Good questions. I was just seeing those too. So favorite part about Cincinnati. So I always tell um, students actually that I, I'm not from Cincinnati. I grew up in um, Colorado and I moved to Washington DC for a little bit. And then I was in Arizona and um, Chicago and, and ended up in Cincinnati. And it has pleasantly surprised me. Um, I think my, um, honestly, I think is the city dog friendly? Does anyone see my dog in the background here? Um, it is fairly dog friendly, actually. Um, but there's lots. I think my favorite part, actually, is and what I was most surprised about is a lot of the outdoor activities, just as like a fun thing to do. That um, we recently, our family recently got a kayak, and there's a few rivers and lakes around that um, close by for kayaking, and that's really fun. Um, so that's probably my favorite part. I've also been pleasantly surprised by um, the restaurants. There's some very good restaurants in Cincinnati. Um, and, and that's coming from like Chicago. I did my residency in Chicago. Um, and then how much exposure can residents have at the pediatric chronic pain clinic? So um, unfortunately, Dr. Bolger had to leave. And so that, that would be a great question for her. But um, one of our, yep, I mean, our pediatric um, uh, 
pain um, faculty member uh, actually went through the program um, recently. And so I know him well. And so I think that um, that opportunity is there and available. And for our adult, at least on the adult side, the part um, that I'm involved with, um, we can certainly plug that in with electives and things like that. Great questions. Uh, someone asked a question about um, kids. So I also have, I have two young girls. So the schools are great. There's um, some really great schools um, in the city. Um, and then um, family activities is another thing I would actually usually touch on. So I came here without a family, but since I've been here have grown and and we now have two, two young girls. Um, and so all of the things I do in Cincinnati are family things. So there's, um, there's a great zoo, there's some great children's museums, lots of great parks. It's um, very easy to get around. You know, again, like I said, I was in Chicago and so I can't even imagine trying to get to my fourth floor walk up with like all my strollers and things. Everything is 15 minutes away, you park right in front, but, and you get that like easy to access everything, but without like the, you get all the big city things without all of the hassle, I guess. Um, and pain exposure as a PGY2. So at the VA, you get some pain exposure, um, especially with like um, inject, like uh, spine injections and things like that. And you do spend some time at the VA as, VA as a PGY2. And also as a PGY2, if you're interested, if that's something that you're interested in, that could be your, your um, clinic that you end up doing your continuity clinic with. Skyline chili. Somebody asked, someone asked about Skyline chili. I have to say I have not tried it actually. And I don't know if I'm ready to, it is, there's a very, um, you know, people either love it or they hate it. And I don't know if I'm ready to try something that people don't like. <laughs> oh, how social are the residents outside of clinic? They're very social. It's a very tight knit group. Actually. Um, our residents, um, um, get to, well, they get to spend every Thursday morning together, but then they do a lot of activities outside of, um, work as well. It's a very, I mean, I think everyone says this about their program, but it does feel like a family. Got about two minutes left. And it's a mix of, you know, within our residents too, it's a mix of, there are some who are married, some who are single, some who have kids, and it's, it's sort of a nice mix and they all, um, they all spend time together. Sports medicine. So I that that question hasn't been asked, but my the associate program director for our program is Tim Foster, and he's um, sports medicine trained, and he um, spends a lot of time with the residents. In fact, I'd say most of our residents right now are interested in sports medicine, and so um, they spend a lot of time with him with sideline coverage or in his clinic. We actually one of our residents recently, um, with his help, sort of founded this adaptive sports clinic. So for um, patients with um, disabilities. Um, so there's, so there's the adaptive sports clinic, the regular sports clinic, sideline coverage, um, for both high school, um, and college, um, level athletes. Lots of exposure. 
Oh, fellowship. So, um, so for fellowships, we actually have our first um, musculoskeletal fellowship, musculoskeletal, musculoskeletal fellow currently. So this is our first year of our MSK fellowship. And then there's also the pediatric fellowship. And those are the two we have currently. One of our recent graduates just started her pediatric fellowship at Children's. So I think that's all the time we have for this evening. Thank you so much, Dr. Pager, for, uh, for doing that presentation on behalf of your program at the University of Cincinnati.